in August 1962, the U-2 spy planes sent from the U.S. saw and photographed surface-to-air missiles, planes capable of carrying nuclear bombs and launch pads for long-range rockets, and the biggest island of the Caribbean, Cuba. This was the beginning of the Cuban Missile Crisis, and the nuclear warfare was the closest to happen in all human history. And then the tension between the two superpowers, the US and USSR, was about to explode because of misunderstood communication. Hello, my name is Anna Anders, and I will be talking about the Cuban Missile Crisis, its background, cause, events, and conclusion. In the late 19th century, during the Spanish-American War, the USA had gained control of Cuba by supporting the dictatorship of Fulgencio Batista, who illegally seized control in 1933. Additionally, the Americans held control of a major industry in Cuba, and most important was the sugar industry. While Cuba was the most productive in the Latin American region, its wealth was not equally distributed to the people. This made a stage for Fidel Castro, a lawyer with liberal nationalist political background, to overthrow the corrupt regime of Batisto with a self-organized guerrilla force, also known as the Cuban Revolution in December the 31st, 1958. After the revolution, Castro nationalized the American-owned industries, making it clear that the relationship of the US and Cuba is going downhill. And it got worse. In February 1960, Castro made a trade agreement with the USSR since the US had stopped buying sugar in July, and that the USSR will buy all of the sugar and provide aid. Cuba estranged themselves from the US completely, then the invasion of the exiled Cubans happened near the coast of Cuba in April 1961. This terribly planned invasion was provided by the CIA, and when the attempt completely failed, it was a huge embarrassment for the US. So, after the so-called Bay of Pigs invasion, Cuba went completely over to being a Marxist state and being backed up by the Soviet Union, which to some degree was the US own fault by driving Cuba to the arms of the Soviet Union, who welcomed them with open arms into the sphere of influence. Because of the Bay of Pigs invasion in 1962, the Soviet Union's fear of American invasion became more evident to them, 
so they started to plant missiles in Cuba. While the fear of American invasion was one of the reasons, there had been two more reasons for the USSR to do so. First, they were behind in the space race, because they were only able to launch missiles to a rope, while the USA was capable of launching ICBMs. And second, to convince the US in removing the missiles in Turkey, which were technically for the US of no technical importance at that time. And now, we've come to the beginning of this whole podcast. I shall talk about how important President Kennedy's and Khrushchev's decisions were and that one small error in the high tension between the two superpowers could have brought us a nuclear war and the possibility of a third world war. Now that the missiles in Cuba have been spotted, Air Kennedy, secretary of the president, and his staff kept this a secret for a week until they came to the president with three possible solutions. First, a diplomatic or political solution. Second, an attack on invasion. And third, a naval blockade or quarantine. The president just blockade and made in his speech clear that they will quarantine Cuba until the missiles have been completely removed. In this case, we can see that Kennedy truly played with a fire, as brinkmanship can also be called, since by setting up a blockade it would only tense up the situation and it didn't resolve anything, and only put an unnecessary stress for the people. And since none of the two leaders wanted to look weak for the country and to keep their camp attractive for other countries, none of them would back down at that time. The heat of the crisis was when the Soviet ships swam towards Cuba, protected by Soviet submarines. It was in one of those events that made it clear that if only one wrong decision would have been made by the Navy, a nuclear warfare in a global scale could have been broken out. And on Wednesday, October the 24th, the Soviet ship turned back, but it did not resolve the tension between those two countries. Only by the two letters from Khrushchev, in which only the first was approved by G. Kennedy, while the second more demanding was ignored, could the crisis be resolved in a peaceful manner. With that, the missiles were removed from Cuba, and America promised to not invade Cuba. It was a clear victory for G. Kennedy. The significance of this historical event was that it was a direct military confrontation of the two superpowers during the Cold War 
and the nuclear focus that showed the whole world that the US and USSR had enough N-bombs to destroy all life on Earth. As a result of all this crisis, a linked telephone has been established to ensure that in future no miscommunication may occur again, as well as an agreement for an atmospheric test ban treaty has been established. Another result was that Khrushchev has been dismissed as the Soviet leader, a reason being his poor showing in the Cuban Missile Crisis. This is the end of this podcast. I hope you learned something new or enjoyed the overview of the Cuban Missile Crisis. Goodbye and a good day. Thank you.